Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. All right, welcome back, 1150. I thought we hit the break early, and all of a sudden now it's like, oh, we only have 10 minutes left. Anyway, uh, thrilled to have in studio Jesse Washington. We were having such an interesting conversation in the break, I didn't really want to turn the mics on, but we can have the conversation on the air too. He's going to be speaking at UCA if you don't get enough from him today, which you won't because we're only going to be on for about 10 minutes. But he will be speaking tonight, and uh, appreciate you coming in and hanging out with us a little bit. How are you? I'm great, man. Thank you, and thank you, uh, Arkansas, for bringing me down here. It's great to be here. Yeah, we're going to give away a pair of tickets later in the show, too. 15 bucks though, if you want to go tonight. It's up at uh, the Wingate Center in Conway on the UCA campus. So uh, you are a journalist, an author, documentarian. You've done a little bit of everything. Yes, sir. And you have a lot of thoughts about things. We were, uh, we were just discussing the business model of college athletics and what a, uh, an interesting landscape that is right now. And you're a guy that not only talks about things and writes about things of that nature, but you're also living it with your kids. Yeah, that's right. You know, I got uh, my, my son, shout out to Coltrane Washington, shooting that thing for Drexel University for five years. I'm very appreciative to have, you know, to my son that got a free education. He's got a degree. Uh, my daughter, Division One basketball player, got kids who aspire to it. So it's a great thing. Um, you know, my kids aren't the superstars. My kids are not the ones who are helping to bring in billions of dollars, like a lot of these people, um, these new college football deals that we got. SEC got a billion dollar a year. TV deal about to start. NCAA tournament, basketball, going to be getting a billion dollars a year. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, for a while, I think that the consensus outside of athletic directors and college presidents is the players got to share some of this revenue. And um, right now we're in this sort of no man's land. We got NIL, but that's not sharing. That's outside money. You know, you got it. You see the... Utah football team. You see we what happened with them? Talked about this morning. <laughs> well, we're Chevy guys, so we weren't a big fan of the idea, but they're all getting trucks just for showing up. I, I don't necessarily like that. I want it to be based on your not necessarily your performance, but, I mean, that was what NIL was originally for right now. But this collective, it's like you get a truck, and you get a truck, and you get a truck. So, like, Oprah's at Utah. I don't know. But anyway. Shout to Oprah. Well, so what do you think about that? You know, I think it's a trick. I think it's like uh, back in the day with the, with the artists who would come in, and instead of getting royalties, they would give them a Cadillac. And so now they're giving these players a depreciable asset. Say you're a freshman, by the time you're out, the truck is worth half. You know, and meanwhile, you're not getting a, a piece of the real revenue that's going on. And I understand how difficult it is for the NCAA to change. Um, and when we talk about the NCAA, let's be clear, that's sort of a smokescreen. The NCAA is the universities. The NCAA is college presidents, chancellors, ADs, conference commissioners, Greg Sankey. Greg Sankey got as much pull in the NCAA as anybody. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's hard for them to change this model. It's funding these tremendous expansions at universities. It's, it's, keeping the popularity going it's keeping enrollment up it's keeping the buildings built and the and the tuition paid and so it's tough but the legally and morally the ground is really shifting under um the feet of the ncaa and of college sports we're going to see something totally different in another couple years sure absolutely um you have written about sports obviously for a number of different outlets um what, what are you most excited about or proud of i mean you've done a lot of interesting things you've met a lot of incredible people uh we were we were telling the listeners earlier you wrote a, a, a feature or a book, I guess, on uh, Coach Thompson, which had to be an interesting experience. Oh, yeah, man. That was great. That was definitely a career highlight. Um, really appreciative to have gotten to assist Coach Thompson in writing his autobiography. Mm-hmm. So it's his voice and his thoughts, and I'm just helping him to get them out. Uh, as most people down here know, Coach Thompson loved, loved, loved Nolan Richardson, mm-hmm. really respected him. Um, cons- he called him, Nolan Richardson, John Chaney, and George Raveling, the four horsemen. You know, the final four, we're the last four of this old guard. So that was a great experience. Coach Thompson taught me a lot. 
And also, Coach Thompson was ahead of his time in so many ways. And in 2020, a op-ed in New York Times was published by him, adapted from his book, where he said, it's time to share some of this money with the players. Mm. You know, So that was a great project, and that led to something that I have coming out uh, next Tuesday. I was fortunate to be asked by Rich Paul, the sports agent, to help him write his autobiography. So it's called Lucky Me. Rich's book, and it's not my book, it's Rich Paul's book, comes out uh, Tuesday, October 10th. It's an amazing story of his life. So much in there that you did not know about this this guy. Mm -hmm. So much that explains why he's been so successful. Clutch sports, billions of dollars in contracts, you know, number one or two sports agency in terms of dollar figure. Um, taking over the NFL now after the NBA. And so these are some of the projects that I've worked on that I'm excited about. How long does it take to put something like that together for Coach and for Rich? Well, Rich was 40. Coach was almost 80. So it was, you know, just shorter time for Rich. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, how many months do you guys visit and put stuff down to, yeah. to where it's, it's a finished product? It really depends. Coach's process was two years. Rich was less than that. Um, they can be done quicker than that. It really depends on on how much time. These are busy guys. You yeah. know, Rich got a lot going on. Coach had less so. This was Coach Thompson's main main focus. So it can be two years, it can be a year, then the book people do what they do and then what about outside the world of sports? I know you've been, you know, obviously you're interested in things outside of that too, and so are we on occasion, but not very much. Uh, <laughs> what do you, what do you, what did you get into over the years? What do you, uh, what has stood up as things that you're most proud of in your years away from sports? Yeah, well, you know, I think I became a journalist when I was still in college, uh, when I was uh, after my freshman year at Yale University, and it really felt like a way to speak up and speak to things that were not fair, to give voice to people who weren't necessarily. Um, able to be heard, you know, and as a as a black person in America, I felt that that was a, a responsibility I had to my community and also to people who are poor, who are, you know, maybe outside of the mainstream to help voice their concerns. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's what I'm doing with some of this NCAA stuff as well. And so, you know, um, the issues of black people in America have been very important to me. That sort of overlapped with my opportunity that I had with Coach Thompson and things like that. And so that's always been something. And it dovetails with sports because the predominant uh, percentage of athletes at these top levels of football and basketball are black athletes. Mm -hmm. um, not so at the coaching level. You know, um, coaching level still has yet to um, reach those ev levels of equity. And I use that term on purpose. So that's something that's really been I've been passionate about in my career. Can you take me inside on a completely different note? The yes. uh, Harvard Yale Saturday for a football game at Harvard <laughs> Yale. <laughs> yeah, that's a cool game, man. The game, as they like to call it. You know, um, uh, I was at a few of them. I remember less than I was at because, you know, that's sort of how we got down. Uh, <laughs> uh, one of my proudest moments, man. I, so it's the I was, only thing we had in common about <laughs> college, I guess. <laughs> you know, um, Ivy League sports is interesting. No scholarships, and they're holding on fast to that. Um, the Dartmouth men's basketball team sued to get paid or something. And like of all the hoopers to sue to get paid, like the Dart, like I'm 54 and I could average eight a game for Dartmouth right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so I'm not so sure about that. But, you know, the, the, the Harvard-Yale game is pretty cool. It's a lot of tradition. Um, I'm not sure. I think it's at the Yale Bowl this year. It's a great stadium. Um, Walter Camp, you know, was the, you know, the coach there and everything. And so, um, you know, the level of play in the Ivies, I really do have a value, and I'm I'm out here t saying, pay the players, play the players. For a lot of athletes, it's a real student athlete experience, mm -hmm. and that term student athlete is really loaded because most of them are athlete athletes. Right, right, you know? exactly. But you know, Yale got real student athletes. A lot of colleges, Drexel University, where my son went, BU, you're real student athletes. You're not going to be a pro for the most part. Right. Shout to you know my man from uh, the Harvard QB who's in the, the, the commercials right now. Yeah. So, you know. Fits. Yeah. Yeah. I, th I think that it's a cool experience, and I, I think that um, 
there's a lot of parents who are probably listening right now and a lot of kids who want that experience. And that's really what you're going to get. It's not about the big money. It's not about being on TV. It's about going out out there on a Saturday or on a, you know, with your teammates, with guys who you've worked with for years and, and coming together and doing something special. We got to hit the uh, top of the hour. I appreciate you coming up. And uh, I know a lot of folks are going to make it over to UCA tonight. We're going to give away some tickets, as I said. But I appreciate you stopping in and saying, hey. It's awesome, man. Thank yeah, you. Great to meet you. Thank you. Jesse Washington, and again tonight at the Wingate Center, fifteen bucks a ticket, and students and youngsters five dollars is all you got to pay. Should be a great night. Eleven fifty-eight. Back in a sec.